Welcome to the show, everyone. Today's Spa Skin and Beauty podcast features Jessica Rose. Jessica Rose is a certified holistic nutritionist, licensed cosmetologist, TV host, on-air beauty expert, published writer, and certified face yoga instructor. I'm really excited to talk about that. She passionately teaches women how to ditch the toxins in their daily routine, adopt a healthier ways of eating, and implement natural beauty techniques. We love all of her natural and organic beauty product recommendations and wanted to share how she finds her products, what to avoid, what to look for, and what are her some of her favorite beauty secrets. Oh, and Ashley says the best last name we've ever heard. We welcome Jessica Rose to the show. Yay! Welcome. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. Jessica and I met, okay, Ashley actually found you on Instagram. I think it's been two years or three years. It's been a few I years. Think it's been like, it's been more than two. Oh, has it? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember I reached out to Jessica because I was looking for an eyeliner and a mascara. I remember that. And so that's because mm-hmm, I couldn't handle the toxicity in the eyeliner and the mascara. And I was a follower and I loved Jessica's content. And so I reached out to Jessica and she, oh my gosh, y'all, if y'all ever need a recommendation for any makeup products, go to Jessica because she gave me not just one option, but like several different ones and told me. Like, okay, I like this one. This is a little pricey, but this one is awesome. I mean, it was just so detailed. So such a fantastic resource. And we're going to get into that. Let me look at her makeup and hair and skin and just gorgeous. So I can't wait to hear all, spill the beans. I want all your secrets. <laughs> yes. So excited. So Jessica, I read about, I thought the audience would really appreciate about this to get us started. I read about your health journey, how you grew up and all the health issues that you faced, because just looking at you, you look like you were somebody that's, you know, only eaten apples for your entire life, but that's actually not true. And so I love that, you know, why you chose to take a holistic route rather than the conventional route and just share with us like what your lifestyle used to be like and the health struggles that you encountered and how you discovered to live the healthy lifestyle that you live. Sure. I love talking about it. So I grew up where we ate fast food and TV dinners every single day of my life. Like that was just our norm. And I didn't know at the time, but it was really taking a toll on just my physical health, my mental health. Someone would look at me and say, oh, she's this really thin, just healthy looking girl. But on the inside, I actually was having nutrient deficiencies and I had a lot of brain fog. I suffered from a lot of anxiety. And it wasn't until I hit my 20s, I would say, that I really started to feel the effects of it. And I really just started taking a deep dive into what is going on with me. Why am I feeling this way? And uh, I was actually in a class in college. I was in junior college at the time. And we studied, uh, it was an English class, and we were required to read this book called Michael Pollan's Omnivore's Dilemma. And it's all about the way that our food, the agriculture in our country, and just the way our food system is. And it really opened my eyes. I had no idea. I just assumed that what was on the shelves was healthy, and it was safe. And I didn't really think that like, you know, the fast food was healthy for me. But that's what we were eating. And so I didn't really kind of put the two and two together that it was affecting my health, my appearance, my mood so much. And so I actually went out that day. I was so inspired and I bought my first pound of organic grass fed ground beef. And it kind of just spiraled me onto this path of studying nutrition and health and wellness. And I would say almost instantly, I started to feel the difference. And when I started really just eating unprocessed foods, where I was like, all right, I'm going to cook some vegetables, I'm going to cook some meat, I'm going to cook some rice and some beans instead of going and buying Burger King and McDonald's. And 
it was about, you know, just years of me doing that. And I started to just notice how good I felt in my anxiety and brain fog and all that really started to just diminish. And then I started working with a health practitioner and found out that I suffered from um, leaky gut and candida, which leaky gut is where the permeability of your gut is weakened. And then food particles can get into your bloodstream, which can severely affect your mood and cause mood swings and different things. And also if it goes on for too long can cause autoimmune issues, which can also affect how you look too. And then yeah, working and just doing that whole protocol just transformed the way that I felt so much. And I was like, you know what, if I can feel this good from literally just changing the way that I eat, I want to help show other people that it can be done. And so I just made it my mission to go to school, study, read everything I could. And now I'm just spreading the word of wellness and nothing lights me up more than just helping other people to change their life and feel healthy and beautiful inside and out. You know, I just went to a birthday dinner and do you follow Dave Asprey? I think I do. Yeah. So he's a big, you know, health advocate. And is he the bulletproof guy, right? Yeah. He's the bulletproof guy. He started bulletproof coffee. You know, the MCT oil, the butter coffee. Yes, the butter coffee. So he was saying when he goes out to eat, he asked the chef what oils they use to prepare the food. And if they use inflammatory oil, then have them cook it in butter. So I recently went out to a restaurant and I thought, okay, this is a little uncomfortable. I'm at this dinner with all these lovely ladies. And here I am, excuse me, can you please go ask the cook what what they're going to cook my steak and vegetables in? But the whole thing was like, what is she and so he, and the waiter was very nice. He did. And he said, they cook it in canola oil. And so I said, okay, would you please cook my, actually I got salmon. Would you please cook my salmon and butter and vegetables? So that one little change, otherwise I would have had everything, you know, I'm thinking I'm eating this delicious meal that's, oh, but it's, you know, saturated with inflammatory oil. So I don't know. So do you, like when you go out to restaurants, like how do you, cause I love, I cook, I like to cook fresh things too, but we do have to go out and eat sometimes, especially when traveling and stuff. How do you like pick and choose where you eat? Or do you ask like what oils they cook their food in? Or how do you do that? It's probably not the answer you're expecting, but you know, I eat I eat at home breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. So when I go out to eat, I like to go out and eat. I'm a huge foodie. I like to just enjoy myself. So I'm not the person who's going to order a salad at a restaurant. No, I'm at a restaurant. I'm going to order the grass-fed burger, or I'm going to order something if they have gluten-free options. Like I... You know, I just expect that if you're at a restaurant, 95% of restaurants, they use canola oil because it's a cheaper oil, unless you're doing like sauteed veggies or anything. So I just expect that I'm going to get that. And I know that the rest of my lifestyle is so healthy that it's fine. And I just enjoy the experience. I don't worry about it too much. But if I'm traveling, that's when I, I personally like to do Airbnb so I can have my own kitchen. That's important to me. So then I go to the grocery store and I just cook my own food, usually like for breakfast or something. So I have like two healthy meals out when I'm, or two meals out when I'm traveling, but then I make breakfast at home, like a really healthy breakfast. That's a really good tip to either do an Airbnb or make sure you have some kind of kitchen and then you can get your own foods even delivered there. And I like that. Have two meals out. You can prepare them if you're going out sightseeing, have them ready to go for the next day. That's I really like that. Okay. So I do want to get into your hair and makeup and everything because this is a skin and beauty podcast. So you really do have the best looking makeup, all your pictures, your videos. If you guys follow Jessica, you're always, I mean, you're always on air. You're always in front of a camera. You look phenomenal right now. I like how you have natural ingredients, but your pigment is still pretty strong because sometimes when you think of natural makeup and uh, you just think it's, oh, 
you barely can see it, but I mean, you've got a, that's a strong red lip you have on right now. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's the pigment is right there. So I want to know really details about the brand of lipstick. What do you put on your cheeks to give that color, the glow? And then also, are there any safe colorants for lipsticks, blushes, etc.? Because we all know about Red 40, but I think people are confused on, well, what colors listed in the cosmetics are okay that you can see in the ingredients? I would love to know that. Sure. So do you want me to start with that one with the safe colorants? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. So usually when you'll see like the red lakes and everything like that, I personally don't use them just because they can be derived from like coal tar. So anything that's like red lake, blue, those type of colors I don't use, but instead I love fruit pigments, vegetable pigments, different mineral pigments. Those are really great. So you'll see them on the ingredient label. They'll say something like, like I love 100% pure. That's the lipstick that I always use. They're my favorite. They're really rich in pigment and they're, um, the colorant is made from fruit. So it's uh, an extraction process that you can do of the, just the pigments itself and then add it as like different colorants. And so you'll see that on their website as far as like blueberry, raspberry, something like that. But it, Probably on like normal lipsticks that are in the clean beauty space, if they don't use synthetic colors, you'll see it as like a number. It'll say like C17567 iron oxides. So those are iron oxides. So they're mineral pigments, but they're processed in a lab where they remove the heavy metals from them. Because if you just take raw minerals, most of the time they're going to have heavy metals. So they're processed in a lab to remove the contaminants. And then you'll see them as like C1678, something like that. Or you may uh, find something that says like carmine. That's a personal choice. I personally don't have a problem using carmine. Carmine is, uh, the colorant is extracted from beetles. It's um, boiled or crushed beetles. And then it gives you that really red pigment. Then you, oh, using the other ones. That's very interesting about how they take out the heavy metals, the toxic metals. So what specific color do you have on right now? I believe it's called, it's cherry. It's the anti-aging lipstick from 100% Pure. And I believe it's called their cherry lipstick cherry lipstick do you know so what pigment would that be with with cherry lipstick like what would what would that be made with they actually use like i believe it's like raspberries and then they use some like actually cherries from the 100% pure brand they're extracting the pigment from fruit so their whole line is a uh, fruit pigmented makeup and uh, cosmetics and they're the first brand that I found about like 12 years ago is when I first started using 100% Pure. And they were the first one that I found that was not like this hippie, like weird, you know, makeup that just didn't look good because I started using non-toxic clean beauty 13 years ago. And back then it was not good. It was really bad. And it was really hard for me to make the switch from working in a hair salon, beauty salon, and being a licensed cosmetologist using this natural makeup. I would wear it and I just never felt my best. And I would sneak and use the toxic stuff during photo shoots. <laughs> and then finally, I found 100% pure. And I was like, all right, now we're talking. It has nice packaging. It has nice ingredients. The wearability was good. I actually felt like I was looking like my normal self again with my makeup and not like this hippie person who was just wearing this like weird makeup on my face and saying, oh, I'm healthier. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look into that because I looked into their store and you're right. Like it's come a long ways. It's more modern looking. Their store's really cute. It, the packaging is pretty. And I like all that stuff. I'm a huge sucker for marketing and packaging. And I thought, oh, I actually want to go into the store. So in that store, so this is your cherry. Do you have like a signature pink that you go to or what are your like diehard favorites there? 
So the lipstick that I wear almost every single day is called um, Black Rose. It's this anti-aging lipstick, but it's called Black Rose. And I like it because you can just put it on heavy and it can look like super dark. Or you could just put like a teeny bit on your lips and it looks like a light pink. So for me, I can wear it from day to night. And so I literally wear that lipstick almost every day. I just, I love that one. And then for their blush... Their blush, they have their fruit pigmented blush. I wear the shade either peppermint candy or chiffon, which is like a luminous pink. And then on top of it, I put a luminizer. I know a lot of people put like luminizers here and here, like on their like high cheekbones. I put it over the blush. So it gives it like that luminous kind of glow on my cheeks. If you could kind of see there, it's like a shine on it. So it kind of gives you that dewy, healthy, youthful glow. Oh my gosh. I am so excited about it. So I'm literally like writing all of this. So the black rose and the peppermint candy or chiffon and the luminizer. Do they have an illuminizer that you, that you like that you put on? Is it from their brand? They do. So it's called the one that I use is called the pink tafta. I think it's called like pink tafta luminizer. They have gemstone highlighters. Those I don't like those, but I like the luminizer. The luminizer. Okay. Great find. This makes me want to just like go shopping like right now I think. So the lipstick when you put it on, will it last you all day or is it gonna come off as soon as I like have a sip of water? How does that is it fruit pigment? Is it just as strong as the, the conventional ones? It's crazy, but you people always are pointing out to me how long the lipstick lasts. Like we'll go out eat out at restaurants. It'll be four hours later and this is still on. But I honestly think a lot of it has to do with the way that I eat. Like, I think I've trained myself over the years of having to eat quickly wearing lipstick where I don't like get it all over my face. Like I eat a certain way. So it stays on, but it doesn't wear off um, fast or anything. I like to put a lip liner underneath it. So it kind of gives it that base and kind of makes it last longer. So I'll line my lips, then I'll fill in the lips with a lip liner, put on the lipstick over it and then put a gloss over it. Did they have lip liners that you like there? Is it their brand or do you like another lip liner brand? They don't use have lip liners anymore. So the one that I use is from Gabrielle Cosmetics. They've been around for a long time. They're like pioneers in the green beauty space and they have really affordable natural makeup. And I think that's really important for people to know is that there is affordable natural makeup out there. A lot of these brands can be quite expensive and it could be kind of hard to make the switch if you're using stuff from like Walgreens or something or CoverGirl stuff, Maybelline. So they do have affordable brands. I would say Zuzu Lux and Gabrielle. They're kind of um, owned by the same company, but they have separate lines. And then 100% Pure is reasonable. And Whole Foods, Whole Foods has a bunch of different makeup and Target actually has some stuff. Honest Beauty is great if you're getting into clean beauty. There's a lot of just uh, really affordable brands that you can take one step in and just try a product and see how you like it. But I think it's important not to go and just spend a bunch of money trying products that you have no idea how they're going to work because they do perform a little bit differently than not regular makeup. So do you not normally go into Sephora or Ulta to find these products? It's more like Whole Foods. Tar- I didn't even think to look at Whole Foods, to be honest. And Target, I don't associate Target with clean beauty. So that was very interesting to hear that. So I'll have to look at Target. On you know, honest, I've heard about honest makeup, so I'll have to give that a try too. I still need to switch over. I have this. Here's my problem. I have this lip liner that I'm obsessed with. That I I have it on right now, and it's Nars. Sex I was about machine. to say, is it <laughs> Nars, Lizzie? You have been wearing that for like 15 years. I have been wearing that. If and I'm like addicted. Like I have to have it. It like 
makes my lips look bigger. And so I'm really wanting though to cross over this lip liner. So that's why I'm asking you specific questions about your lips because I'm just nervous about it not giving my that same appearance that makes me confident and comfortable. But I know I need to do the switch because I know deep down, like I'm eating it. I was about to say you're eating the chemicals. I'm sure I'm eating it. And so I need to do that switch. So everything's healthy. I'm getting like butter with my salmon <laughs> at the restaurant. And then I'm putting like my NAR sex machine uh, yeah. on. I'm like, okay, we got to fix this. <laughs> and then I want a really clean gloss. I still like shiny. I still like, sh- you know, shiny lips. So I want a really clean gloss. So I'll look in this. So Grabriel Cosmetics, Zuzu Lux. I've never heard of those. So that's exciting. Are there um, any other, I have to ask you this because you just do your makeup so well. What are there, do you have any other tips that you can share that. So I love the illuminator on the, your cheeks. Is there anything else that you can share that give you that glow for your pictures and videos that just make you pop? I would say it really honestly comes from within. It's just eating healthy. I don't do like any like crazy makeup or anything, but I use a natural foundation. The brand is called Tubes and Co. And it's a complete dupe for me for I used to use Giorgio Armani, the luminous silk, that was my absolute favorite. And then this has replaced that because it's the only foundation I found in natural beauty that actually has like good wearability and pigment. I think that eating healthy is going to create the foundation of like how you look on the outside and then just using like a really good either oil moisturizer. I personally use a moisturizer and an oil because I find that it really gives the skin like the hydration and the moisture of for a long time, I was just using an oil, but I really just, you know, took it back to my days in cosmetology school. Like oils don't actually hydrate the skin. Like I want to actually moisturize. I want to hydrate. And so I put on my moisturizer, I let it sink in, and then I put an oil on top of that. And then, you know, that just gives me like an amazing base for makeup that really makes the skin look luminous. And then you have to use less makeup. Yes. And I usually put, um, so I'm a little extra, but I do the highlighter and then I'll put a few drops of oil on the areas that I want to highlight. And it just gives that pop of glow like naturally. You said Toops and Company. Is that T-U-P-E-S? Is that what you're saying? Toops? Uh, Toops and Co. So T-O-U-P-S Co. Okay. Toops and Co. And Co. Yeah. Have you ever tried Glow Skin Beauty? No. I think you really like them. I use them at my spa. I mean, I still use them all the time and they are mineral makeup and mineral skincare is a lovely, lovely brand. So I do use that and they have natural lip liners too. So I just thought I'd share that. Thank you. And I have to check them out. I love finding new makeup brands. We all know by now that in order to have beautiful, youthful, glowing skin, you must have a self-care routine. But what does that look like? Well, as a master esthetician of over 13 years and former spa owner, I have countless skincare routines and I'm going to share them with you. Each one designed to address a different issue from unclogging pores and decreasing their appearance to tightening up loose skin and keeping it firm. All of these routines can be found in one place inside my Lapre Beauty membership. Do one tonight. Just head to lindsayholder.com and join Lapre Beauty. Inside you will find all of my skincare videos personalized just for you. Enjoy. So I want to move on to something that is so unique that you do, Jessica. It's that you are a face yoga expert. So can you talk 
to us a little bit more about what this is and what it's supposed to improve. And I know the big question that everybody wants to ask is, how long does it take to see results? Like, are you doing it every day, you know, once a week? And then what can you improve? Sure. So face yoga is amazing. I do it every day to see results. You would need to do it a minimum of six days a week. It's just like working out. So what it does is it exercises the muscles in your face. So in order to keep those muscles strong, you need to work them out every single day, if not six days a week. So what it is, is a mixture of facial exercise, acupressure points, and then facial massage. And I do it every single night while I'm watching TV. It takes me about 20 minutes and I just find it to be so relaxing, but it's a natural alternative to all those procedures out there. And what it does is it keeps the muscles in the face strong because as we age, we lose our collagen and elastin and our face begins to droop, sag. But if we exercise them, just like the muscles in our body, then they'll stay strong. They stay taut. They stay higher. So you can lift your cheekbones, lift your face. You can smooth out facial lines, minimize appearance of 11 lines, forehead lines. And it's all about just keeping the muscles in your face strong and it's an incredibly healthy practice, not only for your mind, body, soul, but it's extremely healthy for your health too, because it works with your lymphatic system. And, you know, we tend to get a lot of congestion in our face because we're working on our bodies, but then there's a lot of stagnation in our face. So it helps to minimize puffiness and just increases circulation for a healthy glow. And I find it to be, besides eating healthy, I find it to be one of the best anti-aging procedures or, or practices out there. You know what I find so funny is that so you'll see a lot of particular plastic surgeons that'll just kind of say like, that's not doing anything, face yoga, whatever. But this is my one thing I'll have to say. Everybody that I physically see doing face yoga looks incredible. And so I'm like, I, and then sometimes a plastic surgeon, I'm like, I don't want to look. <laughs> like, I go to people who look the part and I see, wow, she really doesn't have any wrinkles. Her skin is glowing and smooth and it's lifted. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And I also have the notion of, what hurt? I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. You're not doing anything invasive. So even the lymph drainage alone is so excellent for your skin and to get things moving. It's just overall health are good. So I am for it. So um, I just think that's funny. I don't know if you've seen that. You'll see a lot of doctors or surgeons, you know, they kind of just put it down, but then all the yoga people just look fantastic. So I know. And to get results, I would say a minimum of a month. And then you really start to see the best results after six months with consistent use. But I mean, some people see it within weeks, some people see it within a month. I know for me, I honestly felt like I saw it right away. I was just like, wow, there was a lot of like, less dark circles or less uh, puffiness that I had like after I tried it. And I just what I do with my clients is I have them take a photo of themselves at each single week in the beginning. And then every uh, every month, they take a photo of themselves. And it's dramatic when you see different angles of your face that were once like sagging a little bit, and then you see a lift or you see the 11 lines, and then all of a sudden they're kind of minimized. It really makes a difference. And if anything, I would say that it is one of the best things I do every day that really helps support like a mental health because I could be having a horrible day and I sit there and I do face yoga, massage my face. It's so loving and tender. And I always feel de-stressed afterwards. I just feel like I am so calm and peaceful and I'm just so happy that I have this practice in my life. Do you use your bare hands or do you like a um, for your glide or do you use a particular oil or what do you like? 
So I make sure my face is really well moisturized with a oil. So I use the brand Blissoma Skincare as my favorite organic holistic skincare line. And then I do my moisturizer, I put on the oil, make sure it has good glide. And then I use my hands and I'm like really crazy about it. I make sure my hands are clean. Like I won't touch anything. I would literally won't touch if the phone rings, TV, nothing. Like for that 20 minutes, the only thing that's touching my face are bare, clean hands. I don't want any bacteria on my skin. So I keep my, keep it really clean and I just massage my face. I do all these crazy exercises. I mean, you look like you're crazy when you're doing it, but it's so relaxing and it's so good for you. (laughs) I've seen this. Are you using a gua sha or just your hands? You know, I was using the guasa for a while. That was what I did before I got into face yoga. But now I actually just prefer the face yoga. So I would say for people who are beginning, I always tell them to start with those gemstone rollers. Then when you feel a little bit more confident that you have time, start with the guasa. And then when you really want to dedicate some time to your beauty practice, then step it up and do the face yoga, which takes a little bit more time. But I find that it's actually a lot better because you're exercising the muscles in your face and you're massaging them. So I do the same practices that I do with the guasa, but I do it with my hands. And I think it's better because you know the pressure you're using when you're touching your face opposed to the stone, which I see a lot of people online doing it completely wrong and they can damage their skin. How long have you been doing that? How many years? For the face yoga, let's say, so now it's literally going on two years almost. In January, it will be two years. And so... What made you start to do that? Did you need it for a particular reason or you just researched it? What made you start to add that into your routine? It's so funny. I think as women, we're always like critical of ourselves. So I was looking in the mirror one day and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm seeing a little bit science of aging. <laughs> I've seen a little bit science of aging. And, I, and then I, you know, was researching and I found face yoga and I said, you know, I started doing the videos online and I said, you know what? I'm just going to get certified in this because I want to know how to do it. The like, not these little clips online. I want to know the full thing. And then if I want to start incorporating that into my wellness practice and teach my clients, I can. And so I started with myself first and I started doing it and I started seeing amazing results and it actually increased my confidence too. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And so then I started like asking my clients, would you be interested in this? And they, were 100% for it. So I started incorporating that into my practice. And now that's something that I offer my clients as just a whole holistic package for wellness and beauty. That is so cool. So you can take them on a journey and you can teach them individually or how does that work with your clients? Yeah. So just like a, we either do a Zoom calls. A lot of my clients I get by referral. So I'll go to their house and we do like a whole healthy home makeover while I'm helping them switch over their food products, their makeup products, their lifestyle products. And then we do, I do meal planning. That's a big thing is a lot of people like meal plans, like 30 day meal plans. And then I teach them the face yoga either in person or online. We can do groups and then we just do check-ins. It's definitely not one of those things that people just remember the whole routine after one try. So usually it's like we get together online like five times until they really understand like each step of the way. And then they're doing it and they start taking their photos, sending them to me. And like, really, they see it really boosts their confidence a lot. And it's natural and it's healthy for you. Exactly. There's no harm to do that. So I like what you said. So you've got clients that you pretty much do like a an overhaul of changing everything. So they can just schedule something with you. So if people are watching this video, they can get in touch with you and you can be their coach and do a few Zoom calls and look at everything. Their cosmetics, what they're eating, face yoga, the whole thing. It's like a lifestyle change, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's not just one thing. It's like pretty much everything. It's like we can go and eat healthy, but then we're using these products that are causing our body harm. So it's really a holistic approach to wellness and beauty that just helps people to look good and feel good. 
Exactly. I like to know this about people. So I want you to walk us through your day. I'm very curious because Ashley and I have kids. Well, I have one child. She has two kids and there's, the day is so busy. We have to do work, home, be a wife, be a mom. It's so much. So do a podcast. So you do a podcast, TV shows, blogs, your nutritional coaching, researching brands. You're taking care of yourself. Like it's so much. So I want to learn from you. I like to hear other people's exactly what you're doing from morning to day, morning to night. Cause you walk us through your day, like very specific, like what time you get up, what are you eating? What are you doing in the morning? And just through your day, including work. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Okay. So, you know, I wear many hats and I'm a one woman show over here right now. I don't have anyone. I don't have any assistance. So I'm doing everything myself. And so I really find that everything. Yeah. I don't have like an agent, a publicist. I don't have like any of that crazy book or editors. Uh, I had to figure out how to do my website myself, my social media myself, writing the blogs myself, writing for brands myself, doing the TV myself. Like it's a lot, you know, it's a lot. I've been talking about this a lot lately, actually. I'm like, I'm sometimes I get overwhelmed, but you know, for me, it's all about just scheduling everything into different categories. I prefer to not do, so I wear many hats. I call myself the Jill of all trades. So I'm not going to go and do writing for a brand or for my blog on the same day that I would do like a podcast. I like to like really get into the zone. So if I'm going to do something like this, like be on a podcast, then why not schedule maybe like something else like video or podcast or do like a uh, social media content on that same day because I'm energized. I'm in the mood. Whereas a day that I'm going to write for a brand, I know going into it that day that I'm going to wake up and I can just have a nice calm day, set the tone with some quiet music. So I really like to just give everything 100% my energy and just plan it out for the whole day. So like if I'm going to meet with nutrition clients, I probably will book like three of them on the same day. So I know today is Jessica, the nutritionist. I'm seeing nutrition clients on this day and I'm being the, you know, I'm taking notes. I'm really more into like the intellectual space as far as like compared to a day with face yoga where I'm not wearing any makeup and I'm just sitting there with my clients in a calm way doing face yoga. I really like to schedule the days separately so I can really get into that like zone. You know, it's a little bit like acting because you got to really like focus and like get into it. Um, but as far as like my morning routine, so I'm big on having a routine and not letting the world in until I have started my day. So that means no social media, no technology, nothing. So I will wake up and the first thing I do is turn on my non-toxic teapot and get my water going. And then I'll go and start meditating. For me, meditation in the morning is just so important to start. Like what time do you get up? I usually get up about like seven o'clock. That may be late for some people, but that's the time that works for me. So usually I go to bed between 11 and 12 and then I wake up about seven or eight and then I do my meditation. After my meditation, I uh, do some affirmations. I set the intention from the day. I tell myself, this is how the day is going to go. Like the podcast is going to go great. I'm going to do this. I'm going to feel healthy and beautiful and everything's going to go great. Then I do my gratitude practice and then I do some prayer. And you know, this is all a 20 minute practice and it just, I feel so calm, peaceful and grounded after that. 
And then I go outside with my hot water that I made with warm water and lemon, a little sprinkle of sea salt. It makes a nice electrolyte drink to hydrate the body in the morning. And I go sit in the sun for 15 to 20 minutes. I'll just sit there in the sun and let the sun get on my skin, let it get in my eyes. It really supports your hormonal health. It increases your mood. It helps with your sleep-wake cycle. So then by that point, I'm fully awake and feeling really energized. I come back in, take a quick shower, do my skincare. I have my breakfast. And so by that point, it's about an hour into my morning. I have checked in with myself. I have grounded myself. I have nourished myself with healthy food and my lemon water, my meditation, and I am prepared to start the day. I have not let anyone come and impose their thoughts from social media or emails into my life before I have started my day. Yeah, I was going to, I have a couple questions about your morning routine for the <laughs> afternoon. Okay. Here's a few of my questions. First of all, people probably are like, what are you talking about a non-toxic teapot? A lot of people probably don't know that their teapot can be toxic. So what teapot do you use and what are they using that's making it toxic? Sure. So I use the brand Extrema, uh, Extrema Ceramic Cookware. It's a 100% pure ceramic teapot. A lot of the teapots people use out there are like those electric tea kettles that can be made with like a low quality uh, steel or aluminum. They have plastic parts in them and those microplastics can leach into your water. So you're making this really healthy water or tea, but then your teapot is leaching toxins into it, which then affects your health. But also toxins really affect your beauty because if your body's not healthy, you're not going to look your best. So, you know, um, a non-toxic teapot, it's something I use like four times a day. So it's definitely something that I wanted to switch over to healthy. That is, I love that point. And then for your meditations. Are you doing like a Joe Dispenza, like something very specific? Or um, are you just doing it naturally yourself? Are you listening to somebody? And how do you meditate? You know, I've tried probably every which way you can imagine over the years. And what I found for me is literally just focusing on my breath. And I do a count. If I Otherwise, my mind goes crazy. I'm someone who has a pretty overactive mind. So I just focus on my breath and I count. So I go in for five seconds, I hold it for seven seconds, and then I release for eight seconds. And this is all through your nose. The best way to breathe, the healthiest way is through your nose. So, and I just focus on my breath the entire time. I focus on the count. So then that quiets out all the thoughts because I'm just focusing on the numbers. And then I just continue to do that. And then I do my gratitude. I think gratitude is extremely important in this world. You know, something as simple as I have a cup of green tea. I have enough money that I can go to the grocery store and buy some green tea. Like that is essential for our life because, you know, not everybody can afford to have clean filtered water and a non-toxic teapot and high quality organic green tea. These are things to be grateful for. That's true. And they can just sit out in the sun. And I wanted to let people know people. So I do wear sunscreen, but there's, I do agree with you. And you're getting out in the sun before 10 o'clock, like before those rays are at their, you know, their strongest peak. And I kind of follow a lot of Andrew Huberman a lot too. Like you need to get, you need to have a little bit of sun. It's okay to have like you said, I think you said you're like 15 minutes. That's okay. And you're getting it in the morning and you're getting that natural vitamin D. So I think that's really good. And it's again, setting your circadian rhythm. So important to do. I can't wait to get back to all of this once Ellison is a little bit older. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about that. And then I wanted to ask you, what is your normal? Do you have like a set breakfast that you like every day? Or what is your normal breakfast that you like? Yeah, I'm really into intuitive eating. So it's listening to my body and really 
asking myself, what is it that I am craving? What is it that I need? But for the most part, my breakfast always, I eat really big breakfast. I wake up starving. So I will, it's always really um, protein and healthy fat dense. So I usually do about like a ch- one chicken so- apple sausage, and then I'll pair it with probably two eggs. So, you know, most people are thinking they're getting enough protein with like an egg. For women, that is not enough protein. We need like at least 40 to 50 grams of protein in the morning, especially to really start the day. So I'll do probably two eggs with a sausage and then I steam a bunch of vegetables. So I have a bunch of organic um, vegetables in my freezer. I just toss them in my steamer for like three to five minutes. And so it's kind of like a one of those Buddha bowls or whatever you want to call it. So it's a base of like broccoli and peas. I do shiitake mushrooms or whatever veggies I mix it up. And then I put the uh, sausage and eggs on top with half an avocado. And so I eat that. I feel amazing after. <laughs> yeah. And um, I cook that, that in a base of coconut oil. Oh, you use coconut oil to cook it in? Yeah, I do. And then afterwards, I always like to have fruit. So whatever fruit I have available, I do like a small bowl of fruit. I usually have a piece of uh, really high cacao content, dark chocolate. People think that's nuts. But you know, I eat chocolate with my fruit in the morning and I have my green tea and I just I wait until after I eat to drink any liquids just to support my digestive process. So I got all the protein, healthy fat, I got the vegetables. I've set the tone because I have a really big bowl of vegetables in the morning. So no matter what I do later in the day, I know I started my morning off right with a good amount of vegetables. Do you have coffee at all or do you drink like put collagen in anything in the morning or do you have colostrum or anything like that? Any supplements? Uh, so as much as I love coffee, it really doesn't agree with my nervous system. So I do jasmine green tea. I make a pot of it. I love jasmine green tea. Or I do yerba mate. As far as the collagen, you know, I used to be really into collagen powders. But instead, now what I do is I just drink bone broth. I mean, I've been drinking bone broth for like 15 years now. So I find that it's just the most unprocessed form of collagen. You got all those great amino acids. And it's just... You know, collagen powders, they, they, they are a process. People don't really see that, but you got to think of like, how did it get into that powder form? You know, that goes, they have to have solvents and things to break it down. So instead, I like to just make a big batch of bone broth and that's literally liquid collagen right there, unprocessed, healthy. Yeah. And I feel like you're just getting it straight into your body. Like, I don't know, versus so. Um, I recently, as of yesterday, <laughs> I started to take colostrum. So I'm curious to see how that does. So that's one thing that I've added. Jessica, do you make your own bone broth or do you buy it? No, I make it. It's, it for me, it's really easy to do. I try to teach my clients how to do it. People always think it's really hard. You literally just take the bones, throw them in a crock pot, take the vegetables, you snap them with your hands, throw them in the crock pot, throw some onions, garlic, apple cider vinegar, water, boil it for 24 to 48 hours, strain it, and you're done. It's really easy. Um, I prefer to make it at home because it's just so much healthier and it's more cost effective. You said boil it for 24 to 48 hours. So I do it in a crock pot. You just turn the crock pot on low and you let it go. You just forget about it. You just let it go for 24 hours and then the crock pot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not on the stove. I'd be freaking out. (laughs) Okay. As far as supplements, you know, I really don't take a lot of supplements. I only take two right now. I do a liquid magnesium. It's called magnesium bicarbonate. 
it's a blend. So it has like magnesium bicarbonate, calcium and silica in it. And it's just something I make at home. And so I take like a spoonful of it every day. And then I do a really high quality cod liver oil, which is high in retinol. So you're getting that beauty from within. And so those are the only two things I take. They're both liquid. They're really absorbable. And I'm just not really into taking supplements, which forces me to really focus on the foods that I'm eating instead. So since we're talking about eating, and thank you so much for sharing with us your delicious breakfast. What is like, I know you said jasmine green tea as your, you know, healthy drink. What about a favorite snack that you love? Hmm. You know, if it's like the workday and I'm just like, I need to grab something from the refrigerator really quick. I probably just have like some chicken laying around or some sliced turkey. And then I have a raw goat cheddar, which I love to eat raw goat cheddar. And then I'll have like a bell pepper. Sometimes I'll wrap it. So I'll take the sliced turkey. I'll smash, have an avocado. I'll sprinkle in some garlic powder and then I'll slice up some uh, cucumbers and uh, bell peppers and then a little bit of that cheese. And then I just wrap it and I eat it. It's just really easy. I can have it there while I'm typing on my computer and just keep munching on it. I'm kind of multitasking. Ooh, I love that. It is goat cheddar. I've never heard of goat cheddar before. That is so cool. Thank you. Ooh, I'm going to try that. Okay. I had to have, ask all those questions. So now you've got all your morning routine. And then so now you're going to, now we're, what time do you start your work day? Is it like 10 o'clock, nine o'clock? Or when do you start work? Yeah, I'd say between 9.30 and 10, I probably do. And then it's like floodgates open. Here comes all the emails, you know. And I mean, it literally, every time I check my email, I'm like overwhelmed. I'm like, there's just so many emails. It's like, all right, yeah, I got to, you know, obviously my clients get priority, but then there's all these brands reaching out to me constantly. Like they want to collaborate with me. And I'm just not really into like accepting brand collaborations, like try our products and feature them on your page. Like that's not why I became a nutritionist and health professional is to be a walking advertisement for brands. So once in a while, you'll see me promoting a brand if it's a good deal. But you know, I don't do collaborations in exchange of product. I don't work for product. Like you're going to pay me, you know, it's it's just, it gets overwhelming. Like I just go delete, 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 delete. I don't want to try your product. I don't want to try your product. Leave me alone. Let me get to my real work and my real passion, which is working with my wellness nutrition clients. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much the first half hours just answering emails and then just checking on my like to-do list for the day. I have a question. This is just me. Do you just delete those emails that come in or do you respond and say, I'm not interested? And the reason why is because I feel kind of guilty because I don't even have time to respond. I just hit delete. But she doesn't hit delete. She forwards them to me. That's what you do. <laughs> oh, well, I do that. <laughs> well, it's a mixture. <laughs> But I feel guilty. I'm like, am I supposed to respond and say, this doesn't fit with my brand or I'm not interested, I don't have time. But then I'm like, I just don't even have time to respond. Delete. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, like years ago, I used to respond. And then I realized, I was like, you know what? No, I don't need to respond. Like if I'm not interested, why am I telling you I'm not interested? Like I'm just going to ignore. So I just delete it. And then they'll email me again and again and again. And then if it's like a fourth time, fifth time, then I may respond and be like, please stop emailing me. I'm not interested. Thank you so much. I'll put you on my roster and maybe I'll reach out at some other time. Really nice, cordial. But for the most part, I just delete them. Okay. That makes me feel better. And that's, I'm with you. If it's like four or five times, you're like, okay, fine. I'm going to like tell you I'm not interested. Um, so what time do you work until? Like what hour do you stop at? You know, for me, there really is no set time I can go. It just depends on the day. So if like, if I'm in a day where I'm in a creative flow and it's writing, I mean, I can go until later in the evening and just keep going. If I'm in a flow, I don't stop. It just depends on the work that I'm doing, you know? So yeah, it just really depends on 
what I'm doing that day. But I mean, I, I've gone until like 10, 11 o'clock at night writing because I was just so into the flow of what I was doing. Yeah. And then do you, so tell me about your, like your nighttime, like what's going on after that? Do you incorporate anything, dinner, yoga, or what, what do you like to do? So I like to get on my treadmill at the end of my day for me. I've tried. I'm not a big person. Like It's funny. Like I'm into wellness, but I don't like exercising. I've never liked exercising. So for me, the only thing I can really commit to is walking. And that does. sometimes it's cold outside. So I bought myself a treadmill. So at the end of my workday, I will just get on my treadmill for like an hour and I watch TV while I'm doing it. I just put it in front of my TV and I just watch my little shows and I get on my treadmill and then I just jump in the shower and then I do my skincare, my face yoga routine, and then I have dinner. So I may have dinner right after I work out and then I do my face yoga routine. But usually I end the day with like a workout or something like that to just kind of decompress and kind of set the tone for the evening. I'm so curious what your favorite shows are. That's a good question. I always like to know that. Partly because I can't watch TV that much right now. So I'm just like, what's going on? Like, what are you, your favorite shows? It's so funny. You would never expect, but I'm really into reality TV. It's a guilty pleasure. Um, we both love it. I used to like the real, like the housewives and stuff. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I just can't handle it. I'm like, why am I watching everyone yelling all the time? It just stresses me out. But 90 Day Fiance. Oh, 90 days. Okay, I haven't seen that. I like to watch The Real Housewives too, Jessica, but I like to watch it because I love to look at their outfits and I like to look at where they're going. But yeah, it's gotten so bad lately where I'm like, this is so negative that I think I might just put it on mute just so I can, like, because they go to so many beautiful places and I like to see what they're eating. But it's, yeah, it's really negative. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I, I, haven't tried I love reality TV. It just, just, I don't know. You just escape from just whatever's going on. And sometimes you just don't want to have, you don't want something so serious all the time. You just want some fluff to watch. So I hate to say it. And I know I'm probably going to, you know, probably like whatever, but I'm waiting for the Kardashian season to come. You know why? Because they're going to all these exotic locations. I'm here with the baby. I'm like, where are they going? Where are they traveling? What are they doing? They're doing like photo shoots. It's just fun. And I like to see behind the scenes of their workflow and what they're launching. And I like learn from that. So I really, I think it's fun to watch. So that's my fun. So are there any new products that have launched recently that you love or are interested in trying? I thought that would be fun to talk about. I was going to say, for instance, I don't know if, do you do like microcurrent at all? Or do you mainly just, is it just face yoga or do you like microcurrent? I've never tried microcurrent. Okay. There's a new microcurrent that I love. It's the Zip Halo device. It really is amazing. I did it right before the show. I was like, I got to lift these. Jessica's on the show. I have got to lift these cheeks up and browse. So we're doing some microcurrent. So that was, it's really a lovely device. But are there any things that you've seen that launch that you're really excited about? You know, I would say as far as products, the Rawa Beauty, it's the organic hair care line. I absolutely love them. They just keep coming out with new products and stuff. I don't know if you've heard of them. What, how do you spell that? I don't know about that. R-A-H-U-A, Rawa. They're like an Amazonian ingredient sourced brand and they're all, they are the only brand I found in Clean Beauty that actually performs like the products I used to use in the high-end salons on my clients. A lot of this like clean hair care lines just didn't work for me. I tried everything and I'm like, why am I different? Everyone's saying they have great results and like they did not work for me. So this Rawa Beauty, I'm like, all right, I found something that actually works and it's like very glamorous and nice and it works just like the stuff I used to use. 
I'm going to look at, so what's your favorite one? Is it you use their shampoo, conditioner, and like what's their star product that you love? I would say their moisture line. It's the hydration line. It's pink. That one's really good. And also their voluminous line. I've had many clients try that and they absolutely love it. It's their volumizing shampoo and conditioner. It really works. And then they have like all their different um, like um, styling products too. They're amazing. Like their gels and their hairsprays. They're all really, really good. Are, do you miss the – so it's funny. So I used to be an esthetician inside of a spa and used to be a cosmetologist inside the salon. Do you miss that at all or do you not miss it? I, I don't miss it. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you. No, actually, no, I don't miss it. It's so funny. So I went to go get my hair trimmed the other day. I get it trimmed like every fall equinox or a solstice or something. It really helps with like your hair growth. And I was, I'm very minimal. I go in there, a dry cut. She just trims my hair. I'm in and out in 10 minutes. People don't even understand how low maintenance I am. I'm like straight one length haircut. Don't even get my hair wet. Don't put product. Don't put heat. And I left the salon and I realized I smelled so strong from all the chemicals in that salon. I don't miss being in there. It is toxic. Very toxic. My hair smelled so strong a perfume and I was in there for eight minutes. Oh my goodness. Your hair is gorgeous. It's beautiful. You just use this beauty product line and then we can have hair like, I mean, do you, I mean, I'm having to like microneedle my scalp, put things in and do my scalp massager. I mean, I have a whole thing. You know, my hair used to be really glamorous. I feel like it's not anymore. Sometimes I feel kind of hippie-ish, but I'm happy with it. I haven't colored it. It's going on 10 years. I used to have bleach blonde hair. Like I used to like white blonde hair and it was like super big and put, like my hair was huge. And I would just do all these crazy stuff, blow drying and heat and chemicals. And now what I do is I literally wash my hair. I air dry it. And then when it's 90% dry, I just put it into a bun. And then when I take it out in the morning, it just has like some natural waves to it. And I don't put really any products. I don't really put anything. I just really find that keeping it healthy helps a lot. But yeah, I don't even use heat on my hair or anything anymore. You don't. So is, is it naturally when it's straight like that? Is that just your naturally straight hair? Yeah, my hair is naturally straight. It just has like a little bit of wave to it. Wave to it. So I did have to ask you, you said something very unique that I have never heard before. You said that you get your hair cut on the fall equinox. So yeah, so every equinox and every solstice. So that'll be the fall equinox, the winter solstice, the spring equinox, the summer solstice. So that's like every new season that we go into. Those are really powerful days when the moon is really strong. And it really can change like how you your hair grows, the health of your hair, anything. And I just go for a micro trim. So people always say, why is my hair not growing? It's like, because you're cutting off an inch every time you get it cut. So it grew an inch and a half and now you cut off an inch. That's why your hair is not growing. I go for what the, I call in the salon as a micro trim where you're just pruning it like a rose bush. You cut off like a quarter of an inch. And so you're just giving it like a shock to the roots and it's like helping your hair to grow. It kind of gives you a blunt look, but you're not trimming off any length. And so, yeah, I do it every um, equinox and solstice. I've been doing that for about 10 years now. And it actually is, I noticed a huge difference. Some people think it's woo-woo, but I really believe in it. I have never heard that. I was like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> I heard that. I was like, wait, what in the world? That is really cool. I, I was like, I need to ask you some hair tips for sure. So this is our last question today. And a 
This is such a good question. So how do you suggest for the audience to switch to a non-toxic beauty routine? Because we've got a lot of different listeners, some really healthy, everybody can make improvements, but then it can be very overwhelming for somebody who just doesn't know where to begin. So where would you suggest somebody begin if they're wanting to make that switch to a non-toxic beauty routine? I would suggest either to start with the products that you are running out of. So just make an inventory of your products. Be like, okay, so what am I running out of? Okay, I'm running out of mascara. Go ahead and start looking for a more natural mascara. Or if you're going to start with specific products, I always say go with the lip products because you are wearing them on your lips. So you have a higher chance of ingesting them. I know that's not what you wanted to hear, Lindsay. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I really am going to do it. I'm inspired. Yeah, you've got Jessica's like whole like details. So you can just copy Jessica. I know you did. I asked her very specific questions for a reason because I am getting low on that. And so I like that answer. Like I tell the same thing with like skincare, like to make changes, like your next purchase. Let's just start with that next purchase. So you're not overwhelmed. So I'm going to do that. I'm so excited. I literally wrote all these notes down of all these different brands. I'm going to laugh, Jessica, because the next time I go to Lindsay's house, which literally I'm over at her house every day, I'm going to see black cherry, 100% pure and the gloss and the, and the luminizer. I'm like, Oh, Hey, Jessica makeup. <laughs> I don't just, when I get advice from people, I'm a very like, I'm a doer. Like I literally go to that brand and I purchase what they say they're going to do. I don't take it in vain. So I think that's important. When you listen to experts, really take it in and do what they say. (laughs) I'm the same way. I'm like, I want to know the specifics. Like, give me the specifics. What exactly are you putting on your face? And like, then I want to go. Because like, if I see someone's look and I like it, I want to know exactly what you're using. Don't tell me like the pretend routine. Tell me the real routine. I need to know every detail. That's right. I think that is a wonderful. And I, I love what you said. Just switch, just non-toxic one thing. And let me ask you, do you also put for your like cleaning and stuff, your non-toxic all the way, like with your cleaning supplies, like even how you clean, like your makeup brushes, like everything's non-toxic. Cause I think people, they'll switch out certain things, but then the toxins are, they're leaking into their clothes and their cleaning products and even cleaning their skincare and makeup brushes too, their toothpaste, everything. Yeah, I would say if you can remove one ingredient from your entire routine is to avoid any product that has the word fragrance on it because that is a um, industry secret. So it hides hundreds of chemicals. So if you just remove fragrance, you're going to remove a lot of chemicals from your routine. And uh, yeah, as far as cleaning supplies, I'd say you can keep it simple. I... Literally, it's Dr. Bronner's, which is a liquid Castile soap. I use that for a lot of my cleaning and I put it in a spray bottle. It works really well. I use that to clean my makeup brushes. I mean, I I use it to hand wash a lot of my clothes. I use it for everything. And I love adding essential oils to it. Just like natural essential oils if you want. like That's my quote, scent, like lavender, eucalyptus or whatever, the citrus, things like that. So I love Dr. Bronner's. And I feel confident that like there's no fragrance. There's, it's just so clean for sure. So thank you so much for being on today. And I wanted just to share and let everybody know where they can find you, where they can work with you. So we know JessicaRoseWellness.com is your website, Instagram, 
Jessica, everything's Jessica Rose Wellness, which is nice. We'll have everything in the show notes. Same thing when you have a YouTube channel, you're all over the place, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube. You've got a newsletter too that people can stay in touch with you. I'm going to subscribe to that. I'm so excited. So that's just jessicarosewellness.com. And then there's a newsletter sign up that you can do there. And then you have a non-toxic beauty guide, which is very cool. And you can get that on your site. for. Is that for free on your site? Yes, it's right on the homepage. You'll see it right there. It's non-toxic beauty guide. And it literally tells you step by step how to switch to uh, a non-toxic beauty routine, all the top ingredients you want to avoid, and then all my top recommendations for all the brands I use. Oh, that is perfect. Great. So it's just right there. Everybody can go to it. So all right, thank you so much for being on the show and we'll talk soon. 